BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey, I'm Molly Sims. And I'm Amisha Gormley. We're two girls obsessed with one thing, beauty. beauty. And by that, we mean everything that makes you look and feel beautiful. We're calling on our favorite health experts, industry insiders, and friends to answer all your beauty questions. With a drink in hand. Definitely with a drink in hand. <laughs> You're listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims. Amisha, do you remember when I was a smuggler of all things French beauty products? I would bring back, let's see, okay. Started with Elnet and it was the Forte one, which was really strong. Then it was Embryolisse. I'm talking a moisturizer that every makeup artist, and I would bring Bucket. I smuggled Lancaster. Do you remember that, the tanning products? Yeah, that's right. I mean, God, I was so good. It is amazing how the French pharmacy is still, like, it's still at an all-time high when you go. I'm about to go to Europe, and I'm I'm obsessed on going. Like, it's I'm just, obsessed still, even though I don't even have to smuggle it back. It's just the idea that I get to walk in. Like, if I go to St. Bart's or I go to any French territory, I sound cool, huh? You sound very cool. I but also, really cool. French pharmacy is way cooler than CVS or Walgreens. T- yeah, but... Today, we are very excited because I'm going to live back in my dreams. For those of you who don't know me and you only know me as a sports mom and mom of three beautiful children, I used to live in Paris. 14 Rue Saint-Antoine dans la Marais, which means 14 Rue Saint-Antoine in the Marais. And I used to be engaged to a French man, and I loved him. Stéphane Dussant, if you're listening, I love you, so just him. But I literally had some of the best memories. And in terms of style and makeup, there is nothing better than being a French woman, a French girl. And we are so excited because today's guest is the definition of a cool French girl. And she's going to teach us how to be that cool, chic French girl. We have Violette. She has an incredible line, which we're going to talk about called Violette. At France FR. She's incredible. She was formerly the international makeup designer for Dior and then went on to product develop at Sephora. She later became the global beauty director for Estee Lauder. And recently, she's the founder of Violette, which takes the name from her Instagram. And you guys, you have to follow her. She's so cool. She brings French girl vibes to the masses. She's also an international makeup artist and the creative director of makeup at Guerlain. She combines simplistic looks with bold glitter eyes and always has the perfect red lip. She is going to teach us how to become French in every product and everything we need. We are so excited. Beyond. (laughs) 
That was really we want, long. We want the je ne sais quoi of the French. We liberal. want the c'est la vie. We want the je ne sais quoi. <laughs> I mean, okay, you guys can't see her. She has like... The French. Messy, she has the messy, long fringe. Undone, done. Stained, beautiful lip. Smile. I mean, oh, I have to tell well. you, I didn't know who you are three years ago, and I started randomly following you. I literally don't even know how I get to you, and I was actually just talking. She has an incredible newsletter that comes out weekly. I guess I have to go back, like, how with no formal trade, like, how did this all happen? Like, take us a little bit back on your journey. First, I just want to say thank you for this incredible welcome and presentation. I'm so excited to be with you guys today. So thank you so much for having me. How it all started, it really started by a pure accident. That kind of reminds me of this British movie. Yeah. Sorry, I have no no memory. It's a nightmare, but probably you will understand what I'm talking about when I tell you the story. But I was studying art, but more besides art history, I was studying really how to paint. And I had a more academic training at the Louvre. And then I had a more hippie training, I'd say, and, and much more organic and authentic uh, to me, at least, being with these two painters, a couple in the sense of France. And I will go there and just learn how to make my own medium and paint, etc. And so, and then I was also studying fashion design. And I really had no idea if I wanted to be a painter, if I wanted to be a fashion designer. I couldn't decide. And then one day I went to a costume party and my friend was like, just put glitter on my face. I was like, I never did makeup. Uh, what are you talking about? She said, oh, you paint, you'll be fine. And I put glitter on her face and on my face. And I thought, wow, it's like dressing up a face. And it's also like painting a face. So it's two of my education, one, you know, canvas or medium. Let's say. Maybe I can make that a job. And by the way, I went to the costume party and nobody had costumes. We were the only one. <laughs> that was the movie I was trying to remember. But I had my friend at that time where I was like, okay, I know the fashion industry because my parents were worked in that world. So I, I knew it really well. I just never wanted to have anything to do with it, of course, like every kid's. And of course, I went that way. <laughs> so many kids. But I thought, okay, if I didn't want to do it really my way, I, I know that the usually the route was at the time, go to school, makeup school, then you assist a great makeup artist for years. And then if you're lucky, you know, around 40, you can accept to have your own clients. And I have zero patience. So I was like, no, I'm not interested in that route. Why don't I try to do like dressing up a face and painting a face on people my way. So I took a calendar, closed my eyes, put my finger on it. I was like, oh, okay, I guess in two weeks I leave for New York. I just wanted to be in another city. And my dream was to go to New York. So I left to New York. I was 19. I had zero money. <laughs> I didn't really speak English. I had no idea how to do makeup. And so I just arrived there. And then I went to buy Kevin O'Quinn's book to know... I love, that book. Oh, I love that book. I love that book. I mean, the best, right? You know, I didn't know foundation, powder, which order, how you play it. I had no idea. So I learned with him at the library. And then I decided to buy makeup. But, you know, I went to Sephora. And I was like, wow, makeup is so expensive. There's no way I can buy everything I need. And I discovered MAC. And I saw that MAC was the first one doing raw materials. So you could build your own products. So I had this very small kit. Actually, it's still, you see the, like, these two kits. Oh, I love that. Yeah. That's my original makeup kit. She's pointing to her two original, beautiful, vintage leather suitcases that were her 
first makeup kits. Oh my God, I love that you kept that. I love that. Every summer, I feel like I naturally gravitate towards a different color palette. Does that happen to you guys? It's so mood-based, but it's just something that ends up happening without me realizing it until it's really the middle of the summer and all of a sudden I've subconsciously chosen a theme, so to speak. In the past, it's been really everything from shades of blue to pinks to creams to white, always playing with a little solids, a couple of prints. This summer, I can already tell you it's about earthy tones. Even just the other week, Em and I coincidentally both showed up in complimentary shades of mustard at the same time. I have to say, we looked quite good together. You guys know I'm such an advocate for Macy's because they really do make shopping so easy and such an enjoyable experience. I was recently in the city last week, popped into Macy's, got a few things, and it just, it was easy. It's like they know how I want to dress before I even do. They have this incredible section on their site called Own Your Style, where they curate different seasonal trends or put together timely edits such as Back to School or Backyard Escape. Believe it or not, they've even curated a shop of all the chicest earth tones in the book from chocolatey browns and deep rust to stonewashed beiges. It's such a breeze to find any neutral piece you've been eyeing to mix and match or go full monochrome, which I am absolutely loving. I'm kind of loving the full monochrome right now just because neutral, it always looks good to have on hand and it really, truly never goes out of style. And when you're in neutral, you can always add that floral or that pop of color. There's a few extra pieces I've been adding to my cart lately. I'm loving the Lauren Ralph Lauren field jacket as well as the Charlie Holiday cutout dress, you guys. It's so good. It's a subtle palm tree design. It's such a good twist in brown and black and super, super chic. So whatever the weather, occasion, or your mood, Macy's has it all, and you guys are going to love the edit. For all the summer inspo you need right now, visit macy's.com slash ownyourstyle. Do you ever feel like you just, you need a reset? Maybe you need a reset from work or from life or overextending yourself with friends, or maybe you just had a gluttonous vacation and you just came back and you <laughs> overdid a lot of the pasta, or you just need a vacation from your vacation. I mean, who can blame you by the way? Sometimes you just, you need to just let go and have fun. If you felt any of these things, Al Venice is here to make that all better. I love this company and have been using their products for years. Yes, they're based in Los Angeles, but don't worry because their website is accessible to all. For those of you who don't know, Al Venice specializes in products and services designed to restore the body. They carry everything from bone broth elixirs to milkshakes and skincare, as well as supplements that are intended to transform you. And trust me, they really do. So back to getting to that reset. Al Venice has their own organic cleanse program, which happens to be their number one bestseller of all their products. I did it, I loved it, I made it, and it was easy. And yes, named the Al Reset, it does everything good for you. It heals your gut, regulates your digestion, reduces inflammation, draws out toxins, and also it just it kind of helps with all the sugar cravings. I've done resets a handful of times over the years, and every time, without a doubt, I feel nourished, satisfied, never deprived, and I feel like I could do it. You know, it just, when you complete something, it just, it just makes you feel good about yourself. I love knowing the bone broth helps with a balanced microbiome, and my overall well-being always feels drastically improved during and after. If you're someone who shies away from this type of thing because you're nervous about being hungry and low energy or I just can't do it, 
I promise you, Alvinus accompanies their reset with an approved foods list to help with ideas and recipes if you do feel like you need something extra. Exclusively for Lipstick on the Rim listeners, Alvinus is offering the discount code LIPSTICK at checkout for 15% off your first purchase. Visit www.alvenice.com for more information. What's up, everyone? I'm Kristen Cavallari. And I'm Stephen Coletti. We're so excited to announce Dear Media's new podcast, Back to the Beach with Kristen and Stephen, where we'll revisit all of your favorite episodes of Laguna Beach, The Real Orange County, and unveil behind-the-scenes secrets, tea, and all sorts of new insight into this groundbreaking show. So join us every Tuesday. Available wherever you get your podcasts. I'm already feeling nostalgic. <laughs> and so when you open it, it looked like a mad lab with all these pigments and all sorts of things. Nothing looked like a makeup artist suitcase. So then I had the makeup. I had sort of an understanding of how to do makeup, really sort of, just with this book. And then I was like, okay, I need clients now. <laughs> oh my God, I hope my daughter is never going to do that to me. <laughs> we die. But you know, when you have parents from the 80s, they really don't give a shit. Yeah. <laughs> what you gotta do and so i decided to call all the models agency that were famous that i've known about from from my family and and i said with a very strong french accent please hire me to do makeup and nobody hired me in that until i reached to next who said well we have new faces and i said you don't have to pay me i just want to try this work and they said okay just we'll connect you with photographers and that's what i've done but in the morning, I had to work somewhere to have a little bit of cash to feed myself. And then at night, I would shoot with this very kind photographer who accepted to shoot really late in the day. And I did that for several months. It's amazing. And then I came back to France. I know. And, you, and it was next. And it was next. You know, I've been with next for about 27 years. Really? Yes. That was Lee Crystal, Faith Kate, wow. Joel Wickenfeld. It is crazy. Like when you look back, especially all of us have kids. You have a three-year-old. You live in Brooklyn now. And to think of what we did with no money, just left, just, you're like, <laughs> yeah. okay, I'm just, I'm going to move from Canada to New York. I'm going to yeah. move from, you know, <laughs> France to New York and me the opposite, you know, living so long in That's Europe. <laughs> it is crazy the chances that. And so from being a makeup artist, what happened? Was there one thing where it just catapulted you to, okay, now I'm like, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm a creative director for yeah. Massive. How did you go from, yeah. from makeup artist to working for beauty brands? Yes. Yeah, so after, so basically for these few months, I, I built my portfolio, right? And then I came back to France because all that time I didn't have paperwork. So I, I had to be kicked out of the country at some point. So I went back to France. And I, and I went with my portfolio to different agencies. Nobody wanted to give me a chance because they were like, who are you? You never assisted anybody. You didn't shoot for a magazine yet. Like, goodbye. And uh, there's this one agent who looked at my crazy <laughs> portfolio. It was very creative. Like, I used chocolate to paint girls and stuff like that. And he was like, wow, I never seen such an interesting portfolio. Uh, let's, let's give it a try. And so we gave him a chance. And so thanks to him, I was able to do a few editorials, a few commercial jobs, really like small stuff. And 
I didn't want to do any private clients because I really like to play like with makeup like an art form. And I didn't want to do makeup as something aesthetic. But there is this one woman that was one of the biggest PR in France. And she was working with French Vogue doing every event. And I was lucky enough to know her. And and she said to me, okay, do my makeup, do my makeup. And I said, okay, I really love you. So okay, I'll do it. So I did her makeup for a few events. And all this time she kept telling me, you're going to be a star one day. So I was like, okay, right. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. And uh, she talked about me to Karine Rothfeld. Mm-hmm. That was one of her closest friends. And, and they were working together all the time. And she said, you have to meet that girl. You have to meet that girl. And Karine, she's all about meeting new people and new talents and really pushing them to the star. And so, uh, you know, she said, yeah, yeah, of course, one day I'll meet her. And so my friend told me she's open to meet you. You should definitely call and, and see if you can get an appointment. So I remember I was so naive and clueless, you know, I called the assistant and I'm like, hello, uh, I would like an appointment with Karine. And she's like, what That's like saying, like, I would like an appointment with the president of the United States. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> who, who are you again? I was like, oh, can you ask if she knows about me? My name is Violet. Thank God my name is original a bit, so people will remember. And so she asked Karine, really, she didn't forget what a chance. And Karine didn't forget my name, what a chance. And she was like, oh, yes, I'll meet her. And so I, that's where I finally met my, you know, my fairy godmother of fashion, basically. And just for those of you that don't know, she's the editor-in-chief of French Vogue. She used to be. Yeah, now used to be. She, now, where is she now? She has her own line. Her own publication. She has her own perfume. She has her own publication, CR magazine. CR. Literally the fairy godmother of fashion. She is innovative. She is French. She's a badass. And she's always, like Violette said, always pushing, you know, to be in the new and to to really pivot and be modern and on trend. And, you know, more importantly, she's one that sets the trends. Yeah. Exactly. And she's not afraid of like, oh, is this person famous or not? She doesn't care. She sees something and she's going to go with it. And she really took me on her wings and, and pushed me, made me work on tests that I would do myself to make, to see me as an art director. She's like, you need to be art director of your own shoot. So do five stories like you would do for French Vogue. And I want to see who you are through those images. So I did that, presented to her. And then she was like, I love it. And she started to make me work. And so... When Dior, then Dior started to heard of me and, you know, got a little intrigued. And then they wanted to hire young artists to push innovation in product development. And so they came, they asked her and she said, you should definitely take her. And so that kind of like made them, they made it short for them that they had to work with me. And so I, I, I worked with them for three years, but, wow. you know, their lab idea changed and I still work on innovation for product development with them but I also represented the brand on the expert side for makeup globally so I was very young I was 26 and I was really thrown in the LVMH world I joined I was a baby of LVMH and I had no idea we you know about marketing political way of acting or anything like this I had no idea <laughs> but and how old were you here at this point I was 26 26 wow that's incredible. That was a baby. Yeah. Who here has taken a probiotic but hasn't really noticed a difference in how they feel? Oftentimes, we're told to take probiotics when we're on antibiotics to counteract the bacteria getting flushed out of our bodies. But probiotics 
have such a larger place in our lives than just that. And I'm going to let you guys in on a little secret. If you're not feeling a difference when you're taking them, they're not working hard enough for you. This is exactly why I take Seed's Daily Symbiotic. Because like you, I've gone through this countless times with countless different probiotics. And let me tell you, I have given it more than a generous try. Seed is unique because not only have they created an effective probiotic, but actually a broad spectrum two-in-one probiotic and prebiotic. The capsule protects probiotics through digestion to ensure delivery to the colon. What's likely happened to you in the past is that the good bacteria wasn't surviving your GI tract. Well, with Seed, that won't happen again. I love this brand because it supports benefits in and beyond the gut, which is such a vital function to the body. Daily Symbiotic helps with ease of bloating and healthy regularity for those who are specifically looking for improvements in those areas. But I really can't recommend Seed enough for everyone because like I said before, and I'll continue to say again, our gut health is a major contributor to our overall health. And some more good news, most people feel improvements in their digestion within 24 to 48 hours after starting Seed's Daily Symbiotic. So what are you waiting for? You and your gut can thank me later. Start a new healthy habit today. Visit seed.com slash lipstick and use code lipstick to redeem 20% off your first month of Seed's Daily Symbiotic. That's seed.com slash lipstick and use code lipstick. Some of you may not know this about me, but I struggled a long, long time with breakouts. We all know how it feels. Your skin's irritable. You're ashamed of the way you look. You want to cake on makeup to cover it all, but no, deep down, it's only going to make it worse. It took me years to find a way to manage my skin, which is why I'm really excited to talk to you guys about Glad Skin, because they're here to help manage yours. Glad Skin offers a gentle and effective way to improve the appearance of blemish-prone skin. Getting one step closer to creating a world where we no longer have to stress over breakouts. First of all, if the name Gladskin is new to you, that's no surprise as their products have been helping those in Europe for a number of years and it is now finally available in the US. There is even a 60-day guarantee if you're not seeing results you're happy with. You guys know I love learning the science behind everything, so let me tell you a little bit about what's happening in the skin during a breakout and why Gladskin might be right for you. Inflammatory blemishes and acne-prone skin are caused by an imbalance in the skin's microbiome. With that knowledge, Gladskin developed a revolutionary protein called MicroBalance to restore the natural balance of the good and bad bacteria that live on the skin. Gladskin's blemish gel really works without harsh ingredients, so it's gentle from day one. Right now, Gladskin is offering our listeners 15% off plus free shipping on your first order at gladskin.com slash lipstick. That's gladskin.com slash lipstick for 15% off plus free shipping. G-L-A-D-S-K-I-N dot com slash lipstick. I mean, but it is true. Like, we all are obsessed. I mean, I, you know, Emish and I, we have a beauty podcast, so clearly we're obsessed with beauty, but we are really obsessed with French women, French girls, the effortless, doesn't give a fuck, attitude, aesthetic. <laughs> you are now a massive beauty expert. Again, you're still, you know, creating and have your own line. And is it different working for yourself now 
than working with like having like the LVMH? Is that, is it different? Yes, yes, it's definitely different because even myself, in my mind, in my company where we are today, it's my play, my playground, my world. It has to come from my guts. It's very intimate. Every product I make has a very intimate story to, to, to me. It's very different. When I'm working with Guerlain, that's also part of the Avalanche group, with Jar, Sephora, whoever, other, I'm a guest. So it's like mm. a designer in a house, you know, a fashion house. And which I love because I get to get out of myself a little bit and be in another world and be inspired by it. And I think creatives are really, this is what it is about. I, I, I thought when Galen came to me that it would be too much to do both, but it's actually what we call in France, vast communicant, which is communicating bases. And it's like one water goes from one base to another. It feeds both worlds. It makes me, it refreshed my mind to go to Galen and, visit the, the, the archive and see 200 years of beauty in the archives and, and not think about my story myself and just put what I want to do with this brand into something. So it's very, um, yeah, it's, it's quite different in that sense. Then the workflow with companies, you know, they have their own pillars. We really align on so many things. And I've learned so much from all corporate companies on how to give structure to my startup, etc. So very positive. What do you think it is about the French girl yeah, that we are us, so obsessed about? Like, what do you think <laughs> yeah, give us, that like, we're trying give us the to tips. get? Like, is it the way we walk? Is it the, like, I don't give a shit attitude, but I really deep down do, but I'm never going <laughs> to let you see it? What it is. Okay, so, like, <laughs> tell us what it is. Yeah, tell us what it is. So, it's funny because imagine so many people have asked me this question, right, since I moved to the U.S. seven years ago, but I didn't, I, I was so puzzled by this question, like, People, press will ask me, what's the secret of French girl? And we're like, what secrets? I had no idea. I didn't see herself differently, you know, because you're in it. You don't know. So I basically was forced by the industry to analyze French aesthetic and understand what it is that it's French. What I think it is, is that it's about lifestyle, I think. So in France, our main goal in life is to be happy. Wait, do we hear that everybody, their main goal in life is to be happy? Okay, keep going. So it's not about performance. It's not about succeeding. So it impacts everything. You know, the way we work, we work. We don't have the same work ethic as American. I must say for startup, I'm so happy I work with Americans. <laughs> 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 uh, <laughs> we don't, uh, money is it's not very chic to talk about money, for example. So, you know, it impacts everything. We are, way we dress has to be about ourselves. The way we are with ourselves has to be about loving ourselves. So the goal is to love ourselves. So how can I love myself? Well, if I'm changing who I am, accessorizing it, or, or changing my features with contouring, or using filters, etc., I'm not. it's not going to help me to love who I am when I'm alone in my bathroom without makeup and looking at myself, you know, at 6 a.m. when you wake up to pick up your kids. <laughs> so we rather stay with that version and learn to accept it and love it. And also we think, well, the good thing with that is like people around us don't like that version, but then we, at least we know and they go away. So we only going to attract people that's ready to love who we are authentically. So it's confidence. So it's a confidence that women have and you feel it. It's really a self-love quest. So I don't think we always confident because we like normal humans, we have insecurities. 
but at least we made a pact to live with it and to try to love it, you mm-hmm. know? And and then that means what? That means like we're not gonna overdress or be stiff in our clothes or yeah, let's talk let's talk a little bit about fashion in terms of like what is every woman who wants to possibly, you know, be a French woman yeah. out to dinner or picking up her kids. <laughs> What's a French uniform? What is yeah. the French uniform? Yeah. I'm writing notes. Well, it's basic. Okay, blue jeans. Blue jeans. Then you can have, you know, either shirt. I don't know what you call this in uh, English, you know, chemise. Blouse? Chemise, like, like a blouse. Like yeah. Like a button down. Probably like a button, button down. down. Yeah, button down or white t-shirt. Always a chic blazer. A little gold accessory somewhere to bring some, you know, like a nice ring, nice earring. But we don't want it to be too big. We don't want it to be too obvious. Just a little accent of light. And then shoes, honestly, we could go with Converse or we could go with little mules, a mule. I don't know if you say this in English. Mules. Like, uh, like a little kitten heel. Yeah. yeah. Kitten, not even, it could be flat. Could be flat. Okay, just on your jeans. This is a big question coming up. And What kind of jeans? Yeah, because are, is skinny <laughs> leaving us? Is skinny done? Is skinny over? Oh, yeah. We don't like, we don't really like skinny. This is a conversation we're going to have (laughs) another podcast with Emisha as that. I hate to tell you, ladies, moms Skinny jeans are done. Skinny jeans are done. Okay, so we've got a blue jean, more of a wide leg, boot leg, relaxed, oversized. A shirt, a chemise, a blouse, a button down, a great white t-shirt. Can you tell our listeners how important it is to invest in a beautiful white t-shirt? It is. I myself invested in one and I'm kind of embarrassed to say because it's insanely expensive for a white t-shirt. But which one is it? Do we which need Which one it is? Tell us <laughs> everything. Beckham. Victoria Beckham. Okay. Victoria okay. Beckham. Okay, I'm going to admit that I had 4 hours in New York. 3 of were spent at Bergdorf Goodman and I bought, <laughs> don't judge me, Emisha, I bought the row mm. cream t-shirt. It's amazing. It was like... It's amazing. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't dry it. I, I iron it. I It's beautiful. It's a round neck. It looks great underneath a blazer. And there's also a great yeah. design. Is it not Saison? It's Totem? No, I love Totem, but I love... Is it Saison? Do you, do you know? Oh, yeah. Saison. C-E-Z-A-N-N. Yeah. Yes. That's a great kind French. of... Mm, French brand, but we love Maj. We love Maj, yeah. Sandro. Sandro. What are some other so brands? So we do not, for us. She's like, we do not yeah, like she's them. She's like, we do not like we them. We don't like them. We, so it, we even do like, I, I used to steal my, my husband white t-shirts. And it's this brand that's what, H-A-Y or something like this. Haynes? Haynes. Haynes. Yes. Yes. Haynes. That was my God, Violet, I love you. Now, what about give? Talk me through a blazer because is it a navy blazer? Is it more yes. men's fitting, more fitted? What kind of hardware? No, more men, a bit, a bit loose. More men. I, I went, like I used to buy. I was eighteen years old. I used to buy. I, I wanted one. I bought a men blazer. 
for example. Yeah, like it's always like a like good, it's like a tight t-shirt with like an oversized, it doesn't have to be slouchy, it can still be a structured blazer, but it's definitely not a yeah. fitted. It's like not Stella like McCartney makes good blazers. Stella McCartney, the row, if you really want to do like an incredible investment, but say- Isabel Morant does some good blazers. Isabel makes some. She can do a little, she can go a little too fashiony in the shoulders for me, but I, I mean, I'm still obsessed with Isabel Morant and always will be. What's your favorite blazer, yeah. your go-to blazer? So I have a few, I think I have one from Totem actually, but there is one brand that I really love. It's a very big investment. It's Blase Milano. Oh yes. Blase and Milano. Yes. It's a no. tiny bit more fitted. Yeah, they're on matches. But the cut and the design is, and the fabric is incredible. It's really an investment, to be honest. So I have a, I have a, even like vintage men's suit, you know, blazer I, I got. Uh, and yeah, you need a little structure on the shoulder and then the rest could be a bit more loose. And in terms of like a dress, because you do a great little black dress very well. I mean, you just, you just do. I mean, it's kind of done, 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 but it's, yeah. you know, you do love a puff sleeve. Give me a little bit of that, Violette. Yeah, so the little black dress, for sure, we love. I think now the trend in, in Paris is to break it with maybe more military boots or even sneakers. We started to discover sneakers in France. So now that you know, so just so you know, I remember eight years ago or seven years ago even, I was wearing sneakers to, for the first time with my friend and like her husband was like, what, you're wearing sneakers? <laughs> I just moved to New York. That was <laughs> six years ago. And I was like, but sneakers are great, actually. But it was really not... Um, a thing and then now it is becoming really big so they i love this style of like having a chic black dress and we're gonna break it with not like every sneaker is on the peak so that it's gonna fit the style or something that's gonna break the, the how do you say it? we don't wanna, never want to look too bourgeois too chic or we always like this contradictory somewhere paradox somewhere and speak to, and speak about that like that's the one thing. It's like, you're not going to wear a black dress and black heels. It's always going to be kind of like a little bit, not deconstructed per se, but now it's going to be the sneaker with the yeah. dress or the boot, like the chunky boot with the dress, like utilitarian. Yes. You know what I mean? What What about dresses exactly. though? What kind of dresses? Are you like little black dress, floral dresses? Like what kind of dresses do you think are the summer French wardrobe? So I don't think we usually dive into prints. But in the summer, that's more, there is a little bit more freedom in the prints, I would say. So I think we love dresses that feel a little bit more vintage, even mm. 70s style. Mm. Um, yeah, I love like large, loose linen dresses to, you know, when I'm in Provence. And then you have, of course, your little baskets. <laughs> in terms of places that you shop, and I'm going to do this as twofold. So I want to give like five to 10 items and you you did the, the day look like that every woman needs in her closet. But where do you shop? Like if you wanted to kind of get this French look, where would you go? Would you go to a matches? Would you go to a net-a-porter? Do you have individual shops that you would suggest? I think at the end of the day, all these like B2C um, retailers have not the same thing. They have very, you could find on any platform that you're more comfortable with. I do like net because it's very uh, intuitive and I'm not a tech savvy person, so that's helpful. 
I do love Modab apparently. Uh, the selection is very nice. But you could find, I mean, you know, even in France, we love Levi's for jeans. Uh, and and then blazer, I would definitely not look into a brand, but more look at the blazer on the website because you could find so many different cuts that are depending on your budget, what you're looking for that works. Yeah. What about your favorite designers? If you had to narrow it down to your favorite, you know, top three or five designers. Oh, that's a tough one. I really love Kate. Yep. We love, love Kate. I'm wearing Kate jeans right now. I'm wearing Kate jeans oh, right now. Yeah. By the way, though, if you wear Kate jeans, if you buy anything from Kate, don't feel bad about yourself because you need to go. There's there's no stretch. There's absolutely no stretch in their jeans. Good to know because I don't have jeans there yet. <laughs> oh, their jeans are phenomenal. The Danielle yeah. makes you look so long, so good, but they literally cut off your circulation. So if you're sitting, <laughs> you might not be able to stand up, but they're amazing. All right, so Kate, what else? What other designers do you love? Then... I wouldn't say like designers, but a brand that I love is a very niche street brand in France, in the south of France. It's called Bisou Skateboard. Bisou and I did skateboard. a collab with them when I launched. And they have the best streetwear, like t-shirts and hoodies. That I'm obsessed, obsessed with them. So I love, I love that brand. I love them. Let's talk about beauty because that's, that's, what, it's, ultimately. that's what it's all about. The red lip. You have been quoted as saying, we French girls love a smoky eye, but not too perfect. You want it to look like you did it yourself. We love accidents and imperfections. It can be a little rock and roll, but always stays elegant. So we want to yeah. talk about the smoky eye. We want to talk about the lip. And I want to talk about the hair too. The hair, but we also want to talk about your line and why it's so boom boom. amazing. I love the boom boom milk. Okay, I'm can we just start right with now. the boom? Let's just start with the line. Okay, so the <laughs> so good. I love just it. Tell us everything about the line. So this line, I've been dreaming about it since ten years, and I already started to work on some products in my mind there. And uh, when I knew I wanted to launch my brand, I called Caroline Vaxmuth, who is the, 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 the brand that she's the woman who created the first organic certified skincare brand in France 20 years ago. And I said, I want you to help me do skincare because I have a contact dermatitis and I can't wear a foundation. I can't wear any skincare. If you have perfume, essential oil, like any citrus active, like I can't. And uh, I want to do a brand that's about celebrating and not transforming. So I'm going to focus on colors for eyes, lip product, but not so much on foundation and stuff. So I want to be able to help people find great products for their skin that are very sensitive like me. And also I want to go to a more minimalist approach to kind of like, you know, help in the sustainability side of things to really streamline and have a much short, like smaller and shorter routine, but not sacrifice the efficiency. So we work with the chemist she worked with at the time, this genius French guy from France, this really super genius guy that works with such incredible ethic. So the way things are harvested, the way the, the, you know, the innovation of all the ingredients, but that respects the environment as much as possible. And then he's able to create incredible, incredible performance products even though the moment is 98% natural, it's, there's no sacrifice on the And it's 11, it's 11 pieces. They're tightly curated. I mean, you have a yes. perfume that I just put on. It's called Avec Amour with Love. And it's in like this chic, it's 
kind of like a blue tint with a gold and I love the gold because it's really heavy and feels so good but it just like it smells so good that's that's one of the other things too because obviously perfumes I feel like the home the birth of perfume is in France right like all of the beautiful perfume houses are French so that's something we have not even touched on which I've smelled your fragrance it's so pretty what is it about French women and fragrance, because to me, I'm obsessed with fragrance. I love a signature scent. Like talk us through what made you pick this scent. Yes. Yeah. I mean, the perfume idea was for my investors. I remember they were like, why are you going to launch a perfume? Nobody can smell it. It was during COVID. You're not known for perfume. You're already doing skincare, but you make a part of it. So that's just going to add another challenge to your plate. And I was like, well, you know, from my culture, a perfume is this the, the signature of the look. And it's the one thing that connects you with your senses on the memory level and and creates, it's like almost a signature of the soul as well. That's, that tells you a little bit of who I am. I love that. And so that's why I needed to have a perfume at lunch. I was so happy when he sold out the first day because I could tell investor, see? <laughs> I'm right. You're like, I see, it. I am right. Okay, so my three favorite products, we've narrowed it down. We have the Boom Boom Spray, B-O-U-M, B-O-U-M, Boom Boom. It is a all-over cream mist. I have used this on my babies on the back of their legs. They smell good. And, well, they're not babies anymore, but they're beautiful, crazy nightmares. But It's but the I best use it, mist. I used it on Ines when she was a baby, too. It's so um, good. I spray it during so the day. I It's... It's amazing. Will you just, how did you come up with like a spray cream? That was a big challenge because I, I said to uh, Luke and Caroline who work with me on skincare, I said, I want one product that does toner, serum, moisturizer. And so it has to be liquid. So it can be, you know, it can penetrate as deep as a serum and a toner with, with this liquid formula. I can go quite deeper in the epidermis. And, but I don't any, I don't want a light uh, mist and then I, I only want to use that and I have a dry skin. So it's really better moisturize my skin. And so that's why we thought of a milk texture. And it's insane because it really does not, you don't need more in terms of like your skin health. This product is really my favorite too. I cannot be without it one day. It is so good. so good. And I think I remember reading somewhere you were talking about French women and skin. It's not so much about like the makeup. It's about like your skin always looking perfect, which I will look like a disco ball because I always want my skin to look dewy and healthy. Like, am I channeling French (laughs) women and not realizing it? Is that is that what that is? Is part of the secret, the dewiness? Well, I think I think the French philosophy with skincare goes back to the fact that we want to take care of what mother nature gave us that goes with the loving ourselves kind of philosophy so at 15 years old uh, our moms take us to the dermatologist we never go to sephora to buy skincare we go to french pharmacy and so we only you know people talk about clean products but you know in french pharmacy you 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 had all these products with that fragrance with all this crap that that was really really good for i mean i don't want to say safe because the cream even they have tons of stuff are not unsafe but I don't want to I mean my skin reacts to it so I can't use any of it so I was only able to use French pharmacy products so we have this education of skin because we only talk to experts either the pharmacist or the dermatologist so for us skincare is a very serious thing and so we don't focus on that instead of focusing on hiding or 
proving consequences of what's happening to your skin. And even if you have acne or you, you have rosacea and you're uncomfortable with your skin, we're still going to think it's better to not have foundation because my skin can breathe and can heal. And that, so that's more a philosophy. Of course, some people want to hide with the acne because they feel very insecure and that's, that's what makeup exists, you know. But we're not so... So that's why I think the dewy look that you're talking about is that because the skincare look. Yeah. We, we put skincare on. We're going to use a bit of concealer under the eyes and that's it. Like today I have concealer under my eyes and, and that's it. And that's what I've learned. There. And your skin looks amazing. If you had to give us the, the five-minute French face. Yeah, that was the five-minute five minute French yeah. face. So first, of course, great skincare. Then I would say a touch of concealer wherever you just want to bring a bit of brightness. Then I would go with, of course, a red matte intense lip. Okay, can I, ha- I have it in my hand. It's called Petal Bouche and it's from Violette and it's like a red that is insane. It's like, it's it can be a stain. <laughs> it can be an all over. I know you guys can't see me, but Michelle's watching me and Violette. It's so... It's like the perfect French stain, but we we do love when you do like your all over bold red. Like that is a statement on its yeah. own. Oh, it's so good. All right, so that's number three. What else? What else do we need? We've got the great skincare concealer. Red mascara. Skincare with lipstick. Mascara. We love mascara. What's your favorite? And then you, mm, I always change my mind. I, I like Marc Jacobs. I like sometimes Charlotte Tilbury. I, I kind of go back and forth. Blush, honestly, we could use our lipstick as a blush. We do that all the time. And on, that's probably it. If you want to have like the most common look, I would I would say that that's what it is. And what about hair? So hair never we never want to look like we blow dry our hair. Mm. That's for us a no go. So, but we still do it. But we're gonna sleep on it, and then tomorrow it's gonna to be bright. We do it the day before. No, I love um, that. Or. You know, for example, I would go down at night, so I put a lot of milk at night in my hair, and then I braid my hair and I go to bed, and then I can have a little wave. So it's like loose braid you have to do. But we we like we like to have this sort of loose thing, hairstyle. But we we don't use too much product. We don't like how we, we want healthy hair. So we're going to focus on having great hair routine with like great products for our hair, like a shampoo and conditioner. What are some of your favorite products for hair? I love Avida. Avida. Love, love. The shampoo and moisture and conditioner are so good. So that's Which one? Yeah, my, my favorite. Which Avida? I mean, honestly, I've tried all of them and they're all so good. It depends on what you're looking for. I have very thin hair and dry. So I have to, I like the cherry blossom. I think it's called. I remember the smell of that. Oh, it smells me too. so good. Oh, that. the smell is insane. Yeah. Do you use any like masks or do you do any vitamins that would help with your the strength of your hair? Yeah, so I, I lost three times in the last few years a huge amount of hair, probably like 60% of my hair. Oh, wow. Which was uh, quite traumatic. That was due to hormonal, um, you know, with the pregnancy. We never talk about it, but during the first trimester, some women, due to the, the reaction to the new hormones, can lose their hair and lose their curl. I lost my curl, I lost my hair, and I didn't know it was normal, but it can happen. And then I had also a very strong anemia and didn't know about it. And so I was like pieces of hair every day. It was really insane. So I used Bumbumia on my scalp a lot because it's 
full, it's fermented, so it's full of probiotics. So it's going to take care of the my scalp skin flora, basically, and on the length as well to really repair. And I take supplements, but I take, you know, all the supplements I have to take forever now for anemia. But for hair, I tried, I tried Nutrifol, and I must say it stopped the hair loss. Mm-hmm. Pretty impressive. But my 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 friend that's he's a hairstylist, but he's also very into hair health. Told me that there's too much ingredients in it. Almost, it's, it's like it makes your body really dependent on it. So, he advised me something else that was the right amount of what you need for your hair, but not too much so your body completely relates on it. I didn't have time to try it, so I don't know. I think it was not be well or something like that. Hmm. Gosh, I know. I, I had it. I mean, she didn't have the problem. I had the same problem with my pregnancy. I, I ended up having a thyroid problem and, and lost a lot of my hair. We need to hear the rules of French beauty. You wrote a great article for Violet Gray, and you said makeup takes only five minutes, never contour, yeah. makeup can't be too perfect, and hair has to be uncontrolled. So it really goes back to <laughs> like done, undone, being like, comfortable, being in, your own comfortable skin. in your own skin. You know what I mean? Pick, pick one statement. Stitch your lips, yes, okay. Then your hair has to be loose. Uh, your skin has to be natural. But for us, if you put lips and contouring and blow dry, then you are glamorous right away. And we don't really like glamour, I must say. We like chic by accident, sort of. <laughs> I actually love, what I will say I loved about your products was, and now it makes so much sense knowing that your history is originally in art, your products feel like pigments to play with, like with your fingers. Oh. It feels like you don't want to use a brush. You want to like play with it with your fingers, smudge it on your eye, smudge it on your cheek, or your lip. Like it all actually makes sense knowing your history. Like it, it the, the products feel like almost like artists' products. They really do. Like how, so how does, how do you nail that for the listeners? Like I love a red lip. How do you nail a red lip without it smudging or bleeding or like give us a few like application tips? So yes, to go back to what you were saying, like yes, use your fingers to do your makeup. That's the most amazing tool. There's no hair, so it's not dividing the formula. It's very small, smooth. It's a little bit warm, which is going to melt the formula. It's going to blend it really nice. So fingers are the most amazing tool. And then when you do smoky eye, when you do a red lip, for us, the fingers are going to be very important. For lipstick, we apply Peter Bush, super strong, beautiful, perfect shape. But then with the tip of the finger, we're just going to like caress, you could say, just the edge. Because what happens is that the, the product is going to bleed a tiny, tiny bit right on the curve curl of your lip. And that's going to enhance the volume. That's going to make it more sexy. And and because it's blurry, there's something softer about this strong look that we like. And then if you do smoky eye, you know, you could take a black pencil, eye pencil, close your eye, and then you color between the lash with the eye pencil. And then and then with the fingers, you're just going to blend it. the... yes. And that's it. And you smoothize them. I know. It's so simple. I do that. And when I try to make it perfect, it looks too hard on me. And when I just like will do it and I smudge it and I don't use any brushes, it looks so much more kind of like 
sexy. Sexy a little bit. Like I almost forgot to take off my makeup the night before. Like that's what I was kind of not that I'm going for that, but it kind of like yeah. where it doesn't yeah, seem like I'm wearing eye I makeup. love my eyeshadow when I, I don't I'm very bad at taking my eye makeup off at night. And so if I have eyeshadow on two or three days later, it actually looks the best. That's okay, I'm so, channeling my French girl. My and I French love girl. I'm 48 we, years old, but just so you know, I still love a little bit of a shimmer glitter eye. Like someone was like, what are you wearing? Like I literally had nothing on, but like I had a, did a little a Stila, little shimmer. little shimmer, little sparkle. It was great. Okay. What's your favorite foundation? If you're wearing uh, it. It's a tough one because I don't like foundation. I just don't like really how it looks like on skin, but I do understand sometimes it can make you feel protected in that case. Which one do I like? I think Estee Lauder has if good with colors. You can mm-hmm. find easy an easier way you colors. Flush. Armani, if you want. Or Armani. Huh? Armani is good. Armani, yeah. but it depends. Uh, yeah, which finish you want. Yeah, I guess. But to be honest, I'm not the, the pro here because I don't really use foundation. I'm, the, I'm sure there's amazing foundation that exists on the market and I, I have no idea. What's your favorite blush? I would say for years I've used Bobbi Brown Nectar. Is that I a, love, I love a, a cream Nectar. or a powder? It's a powder. I prefer cream, but I never found a pink one that was like this in cream. I know nectar. It's like a hot, and also like a one. It, it's yes, it's pink, but not too mm-hmm. acid. It's really nice, and also it's not really a blush, but I do love the terracotta from Guarana, and I use it on my cheeks and my nose. Yeah, the so terracotta like from Guarana. I mean, Emisha literally wore that. I wore it for ten, years for the first ten years of our marriage yeah. together. She <laughs> loved. She loved. You love the Guarana. I yeah. It's I love. So good. I love tan skin. All right. So, what are five top French pharmacy finds? Well, I would tell you Bumbu Milk. Now that we're in French boom, boom, milk. Boom, 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 milk. Then I would say, you know, it's this ointment that's like on any little boo-boos you have. Or it's not sinusporin, so it doesn't disinfect. So the, the wound has to be healed. So it's more like a dry patch, very dry lips, uh, elbows, things like this. It's small. You always have it in your bag. Biafine by far. Mm-hmm. See, this is why we're sisters. You don't know this yet, but we are. <laughs> Because Biafine, B-I-A-F-I-N-E, if you get a sunburn for your kids, for your husband, for your friends, for anyone you know, probably even your animals, it is an unbelievable product that makes you, takes the burn away, right? So good. Yes, it's magical. And the smell I love, love it's really, really magical. So that's for us, that's medicine. We always have it, always, always. Then what would I say? I really love the... I mean, I really try to avoid tampons, but they have the probiotics tampons. Mm-hmm. Ah. So, you know, if you go for a swim, you're happy to have tampons. And I like those ones because they're really the best. I mean, there is something weird with the tampon in the US. I never understood the quality of it. If you try this one, you'll be like, oh my God, this is a future of tampon. I mean, intimate hygiene, I go to France. I go to French pharmacy. Or soap, anything. It's it's just. I remember the sprays. Hygiene. There was a spray that I loved. I cannot remember the oh, name really? of it. It was like a little like feminine spray, and I used to stockpile it. What was also the Clarins? The Clarins, the red um, eau de. Oh, dynamis. Oh, dynamis. The right? Clarin. Uh huh. 
was dynamic. That was, dynamic, so, yeah. that was so good. That was an oldie. But that's an oldie. Be. We're going to do a little rapid fire because that's what we do. It's going to be called the Cool French Girl Edition. Are you ready? First answer that comes to mind. Okay. The eye look you can't stop doing. Metallic blue eyeshadow. I don't even know if I can pull that off, but I'm going to try. Metallic blue eyeshadow. Okay. Must have chic work bag. Work bag. I'm really looking with Vuitton of early one. I don't know the name of it. No, there's no monogram on it. Very simple design. And you can either hold it by your hand or you have this strap for your shoulder. Oh my God, I love it. Will you send me a picture? And it has, yeah, I'll send you their separation in it. So you put your computer on one side and you put the other one. We need to be on the Louis Vuitton gift list. Yeah, where's that? (laughs) Where is that? Must have hair care item. I would say like a good, yeah, shampoo and conditioner. That's key. So I would say Avida. One makeup product everyone should have in their collection. A red lipstick, Detail Bush. Bold lip or bold eye? That's a tough one. I would say bold lip personally, but it's a tough one. Favorite pair of shoes? Mm, I, I love a mule. Favorite jewelry designer? I just say Ali Gary. You say that? Ali. Oh, I know with the G H E R I. Ali. Yes. Yes. Okay. Oh, Ali Gary, I think. Where do you look for makeup inspiration? Art, a lot, and nature. Like I, I'm the weirdo that goes to the botanical garden with a notebook and take pictures, then write, take petals, take it, and write notes. That's how I made the bush. Coffee or tea? by far. <laughs> Favorite drink? I would say wine. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. I, I, knew knew it. I thought it. you were going to say red wine, but I knew wine. We we will be best friends. You just. Don't I mean, we could yet. keep talking. <laughs> to you for I mean, hours. literally, like it's so. What's your favorite book you're reading at the moment? To be honest, with two jobs and one kid, I don't read them uh, <laughs> yeah. right now. Yeah, we don't either. Don't worry. We try. I can tell you um, my favorite book of all time, but not that. What, what is that? What is that? I have two. I have uh, Kafka on the Shore by Murakami. And the other one, I never know how to say it in English. It's from Emily Bronte. She only write, wrote one book, so you must know. Wuthering oh. Heights or something. Like Wuthering that. Heights, yeah. Emily Bronte. Yes. Oh, gosh, yes. yep. Listen, we we love you. We love your approach to beauty. We're obsessed with your line. We really wanted to to bring you on because, you know, it's for me, like I learned so much living in Europe and living in Paris. And I tried so hard. I would come home and I just, I, I, I have to say, like, I just love the way you look at life and I love the way you live your life. And there is that sense of, you know, c'est la vie. Like, it's just... It's, yeah. There's a happiness. There's that. I mean, there's a sadness too because oh, oh, everybody complains. But yeah. it's just I don't know. You come back from France. I went three years ago and I came back so inspired. I was mm-hmm. like, I this is how I, I'm going to simplify my wardrobe. There's going to be no color. Meanwhile, I literally am wearing <laughs> a rainbow today. But I I do. I think that there is an art to the way you live that is so inspiring. So maybe one day you'll take us to Paris. Mm-hmm. Violette, we ask everyone this. One last thing. If you were your 10-year-old self, what advice would you give? To be honest, nothing, because everything that happened to me, even the hard things were supposed to happen because it brought me to the life I have now. And I have, I'm so blessed 
to be where I am today, I would just give her a big hug because she needed it. Oh, <laughs> I love that. You're the best. You guys so make nice sure to and follow you. Violette. It's at Violette underscore FR. She's amazing. Her newsletter, her line. Boom, boom, milk, guys. Every single person needs this. Boom, boom, milk. And the Petal <laughs> Bouche. Yeah. And I just wanted to say the, one the, last one. The, the nude that is the perfect nude lipstick. And it's the Bezo Balm. It's like a beautiful nudie, taupey, beigey. It's really good. It's so good. I, we really don't want to leave. We want to kind of see beaucoup. you. Merci so beaucoup. Thanks for listening to Lipstick on the Rim with Molly Sims and my ride or die, Emisha Gormley. We are so excited to bring you guys along on this journey. You can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok at Lipstick on the Rim and Molly B. Sims or my website where you can dive just a little bit deeper into my favorite products, trends, and more at mollysims.com. This podcast is a production with Dear Media. Wanted to give a special thanks to my team, Ashley Gasparian, Schaefer Carrillo, Ashley Sanchez, and Michelle Harrison and everyone at Dear Media. Don't forget to listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts so you never miss out on the fun. 